Ballad number eleven of More Bad Ballads by W. S. Gilbert. Read for LibriVox.org by Graham Redman. An Unfortunate Likeness. I've painted Shakespeare all my life. An infant, even then at play, a boy, with stage ambition rife, then married to Anne Hathaway. The bard's first ticket night, or Ben, his first appearance on the stage, his call before the curtain, then rejoicings when he came of age. The bard playwriting in his room, the bard a humble lawyer's clerk, the bard a lawyer, parson, groom, the bard deer-stealing after dark, the bard a tradesman and a Jew, the bard a botanist, a beak, the bard a skilled musician, too, a sheriff and a surgeon eke. Yet critics say, a friendly stock, that though it's evident I try, yet even I can barely mock the glimmer of his wondrous eye. One morning, as a work I framed, there passed a person walking hard. My gracious goodness! I exclaimed, how very like my dear old bard! Oh, what a model he would make! I rushed outside, impulsive me. Forgive the liberty I take, but you're so very— Stop, said he. You needn't waste your breath or time. I know what you are going to say, that you're an artist, and that I'm remarkably like Shakespeare, eh? You wish that I would sit to you. I clasped him madly round the waist, and breathlessly replied, I do. All right, said he, but please make haste. I led him by his hallowed sleeve, and worked away at him apace. I painted him till dewy eve, there never was a nobler face. Oh, sir, I said, a fortune grand is yours, by dint of merest chance, to sport his brow at second hand, to wear his cast-off countenance, to rub his eyes whene'er they ache, to wear his boldness ere you're old, to clean his teeth when you awake, to blow his nose when you've a cold. His eyeballs glistened in his eyes. I sat and watched and smoked my pipe. Bravo, I said. I recognize the frenzy of your prototype. His scanty hair he wildly tore. That's right, said I. It shows your breed. He danced, he stamped, he wildly swore. Bless me, that's very fine indeed. Sir, said the grand Shakespearean boy, continuing to blaze away, you think my face a source of joy. That shows you know not what you say. Forgive these yells and cellar flaps. I'm always thrown in some such state when on his face well-meaning chaps this wretched man congratulate. For, oh, this face, this pointed chin, this nose, this brow, these eyeballs, too, have always been the origin of all the woes I ever knew. 
If to the play my way I find, To see a grand Shakespearean piece, I have no rest, no ease of mind, Until the author's puppets cease. Men nudge each other, thus, and say, This certainly is Shakespeare's son, And merry wags, of course in play, Cry, Author, when the piece is done. In church the people stare at me, their soul the sermon never binds. I catch them looking round to see, and thoughts of Shakespeare fill their minds. And sculptors, fraught with cunning wile, who find it difficult to crown a bust with Brown's insipid smile, or Tomkins's unmannered frown, yet boldly make my face their own when, oh presumption, they require to animate a paving stone with Shakespeare's intellectual fire. At parties where young ladies gaze, and I attempt to speak my joy, hush, pray, some lovely creature says, the fond illusion don't destroy. Whene'er I speak, my soul is wrung with these or some such whisperings, Tis pity that a Shakespeare's tongue should say such un-Shakespearean things. I should not thus be criticised had I a face of common wont. Don't envy me. Now be advised. And, now I think of it, I don't. End of Ballad Number 11 An Unfortunate Likeness of more Bab Ballads by W. S. Gilbert. This recording is in the public domain.